Hello everyone and welcome to this very special edition of the Pentecost Today podcast. I'm so very excited to be with you. And Alicia Hartle and Steve Mancini are not your hosts today. My name is Bill Snyder. I'm one of the board members. I'm also a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry. You can check out my ministry later. But I'm really excited to be here at hosting this podcast for Pentecost Today USA and be talking with some various people on location at the Jesus 2023 conference. I am just overjoyed to be with uh, Karen, uh, Dr. Karen Dwyer right now. And um, I'm just going to read her bio real quick to introduce her. So, she is an inspirational speaker and an award-winning college teacher. She has specialized in helping students and adults of all ages conquer their public speaking anxiety. <laughs> she is an author of 10 books, including Wrap Yourself in Scripture, Wrap Yourself in Joy, Find the Joy, and Fight the Fear. And then she also has Esther for such a time as this, Prayer, Reversals, and Joy. Uh, so welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for it's, being with us. It's great to be here. I'm, of course, we're here for the conference, so yes. I'm on the council. Yeah. And so we've been for meetings a couple days before the actual conference starts. So mm -hmm. it's, I'm really looking forward to what's going on here in the next few days at the conference, too. Me too, me too. And, you know, folks, if you haven't checked out a Pentecost Today conference, please check it out. Look, out, look at more information on the website. I think that's really important to let everybody know that 2024's conference is going to be held October 25th through the 27th in St. Paul, Minnesota, right? Yes. So join us next year if you didn't join us this year. Um, but I, I really want to begin, Karen, with your story of just baptism in the Holy Spirit. How did you come into a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit? I was so blessed. I was a college student many years ago at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and two young men, Catholic young men, along with a few others, started a charismatic, spirit-filled prayer group. A friend uh, took me there, and I was uh, shocked to see and to hear people my age talking about how the Lord Jesus was their good friend, had saved them, had filled them with the Spirit, and was helping them. They were testifying. One student testified that the, when she called him the Holy Spirit, she felt empowered to uh, know what to study for an exam. <laughs> Another had, was woke up in the middle of the night and somebody was trying to break into her dorm room. And she started um, saying, Jesus, Jesus, and the person ran down the hall. And so I listened, you know, I thought, you know, I don't have that kind of relationship with God in my life. And so through that group, it was very shortly, I was, uh, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, so the Holy Spirit just filled me. And um, uh, actually, I married out of college, a man also was very spirit-filled, and he was killed in an accident. And so I, I we were married for a few years, and then I moved back to my my hometown is Omaha, and I started life over. And um, I always say, how many people can be as blessed as me? The Lord gave me two spirit-filled husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a fun story about Larry, um, who I'm married to now. Yeah. So uh, he always said he prayed for a blonde and a good cook and a spiritual woman. <laughs> and then after we got married, this is several years after um, 
you know, I, we, we dated and it was after, you know, my husband had died. My first husband had died in the accident. Um, and he, he let, lit vigilites every night at the, at the cathedral across the street from his home uh, as encouraged by a pastor who was a good friend of his. And after we got married, he said he, he praying for a blonde, a good cook, and a spiritual woman, he, he lit way too many vigilites <laughs> because I was so spirit-filled. You know, I wanted to go to prayer groups. But, but my husband is spirit-filled and loves the Lord, and so we're, yeah, we're really blessed. So we've... We've written um, books together. We're both writers, and as you read, I taught college for several years, and I've retired, and my husband's an attorney, and we are blessed to serve many, many ministries in Omaha. Amazing, amazing stuff, and, uh, and so thank you for your witness. Thank you for being here. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to talk about and dive into your ministry a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got these books, and, and the most recent one here, Wrap Yourself in Joy. In Joy. And, uh, so Find a- the joy and fight the fear because this is a time when we absolutely have to fight the fear for the darkness and the things going on in the world, but we have to do it in joy. And so um, I've written four books, and they all have to do with joy. I wrote Esther, and um, I, I started podcasting, but there were like 15 reversals in the life of Esther. So in my podcast, I take people through the book of Esther to focus on the, focus on the reversals through prayer and fasting and seeking God. And some of those things are never told in a movie. But if you go through scripture, there they are right there for you to uh, uh, change your life when you see that. Yeah. Neat. Talk to me about the reversals. Talk to me, because I think there's a lot of people out there that probably have reversals in their lives that were that watching this right now. Yeah, right? So well, I do. Okay, my podcast, yeah. um, after I, re- I retired, I took a, uh, a retirement incentive uh, after 25 years of teaching college, and uh, I love serving the Lord, and I knew the Lord would immediately add to what I was doing, and he really put in my heart to start podcasting, and I went, I just kind of heard that in prayer. I thought, Podcast. I've been a college teacher all these years, and um, but I, I began to learn about it, and so I really have start enjoying it. I'm on a little Catholic network, but it's on all the podcast sites, you know, Spotify, Apple, and you can even go to Wrap Yourself Enjoy My site. But all the podcasts are series based on Scripture from a Catholic perspective, a biblical perspective, a Christian perspective, and so um, they're produced in a little um, a network out of Florida. But they, they go everywhere. Yeah. So anyway, this, this, uh, the series I'm doing right now has to do with joy, and I'll tell you a little bit about each series. Uh, so I podcast 15 minutes, and my goal is just to get people uh, loving the Word, and, and I bring in teaching from the church. All of my books have imprimaturs from our archbishop, and it's just really to inspire people in the Word. They're only 15 minutes, so they're little chunks that people can listen to and grow in. So the one I'm doing now is called Joyful and Battle Ready. And this is my fifth podcast series. And so um, it's really everything is always about finding more joy in the Lord and joy that's lasting, not joy, not happiness that is fleeting and dependent on circumstances. And then the second part of the podcast that I do every week besides finding joyful, finding the joy, so it's called joyful and battle ready is we're going through each of the pieces of armor from Ephesians 6 
And there's lots of prayers out there, you know, Lord, put, you know, put on, help me put on the armor, you know, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. But I feel like Paul wants us to go deeper in that. Not that the Lord doesn't hear us, but that we really need to know what each of the pieces of armor from Ephesians 6 represents, because that will help us keep our joy. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I think that there is so much for people to learn about spiritual warfare and just yes. being battle ready. Yes. But as you said, you've got to be joy filled as you go into yeah. the battle. The Lord doesn't want us. That's why even the book that, uh, that the podcast is based on, Find the Joy and Fight the Fear, you know, the idea is, is that they go together. They really go together. And the Lord has a bountiful supply of joy for us. In um, John 15, he says, I, I, I want you to have, I'm talking about verses 9 through 11, uh, I want you to have my joy. Now, how joyful is the Lord? How joyful is the Lord? Yeah. He's really joyful. <laughs> and he wants, and then he says, I want your joy to be complete. Well, how much joy would that be? If you had complete joy, how joyful would you be? Just amazing, right? Yeah, well, that's what he has for us. Yeah. But we have to take the time. We have to receive it. God the Father says he has fullness of joy for us. You know, and the Holy Spirit gives the fruit of joy. But we have to uh, make ourselves available to yes. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit to really grow in a depth of joy that you have to have to live a Christian Catholic life in this day and age. Yeah, and you know, I think at least when I was reflecting on that scripture, especially that complete joy yeah. you were just talking about. Yeah. I, I believe Jesus had complete joy yes. every moment of his life. Absolutely. Even, even the cross, right? You know, you look yes. at the cross behind us and we see that he had complete joy there. And, you know, I, I remember reading and going a little deeper in the, in the concordances and stuff like that to find the word for joy that he used in there in that particular part of scripture. And he says, kara. Kara means calm gladness. Yes. And, it's not this type of joy where you are just, you know, jumping happiness like opening up presents on Christmas Day. But you could be. <laughs> but, but, but you could be. But it's also yes. for those moments of suffering yes. in our life. Yes. It, 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 it's a both and, right? It's this calm Yes. When you get in the car accident or you get in right. a situation, you, you can allow this same joy to permeate your being and say, hey, Jesus, I need this this permeating joy. Yes. And so you can be battle ready. You can be all of these different things, but remain and have joy in that same way. We have to be. Uh, right now, I just um, did a 15-minute podcast on um, the breastplate of righteousness. Mm, tell me about that. And it's interesting because uh, when we think, when the scriptures talk about our hearts, you know, because it's really meant the breastplate of righteousness, if you go, what if you look at what Paul was modeling, he's looking at a Roman soldier as he's in prison or at least in house arrest. And so he sees this uh, soldier that is armored with this um, likely 70 pound <laughs> part of their armor that covered them from their neck all the way down, you know, down their torso, torso and it protected their hearts. So what is Paul saying? Well, when we look at what the heart is scripturally, it's really talking about our thoughts, feelings, and desires that lead us into temptation, that lead us away from God, that are not lined up with God. And he wants us to put on the righteous. Now, and there's another place that Jesus says, I am 
the righteousness of God. So it has to start, again, all joy, like, every, like many of the things go to the Lord. So all the things that you can't do, you know, you'd like to have a, a more righteous, a right living life, a life filled with holiness. I think it has to start with going right to the Lord and saying, Lord, I can't do it. And that's one of the things I emphasize in my podcast is that you go to the Lord, you go to Jesus. He has everything you need and wants to help you have real joy, deep lasting joy. Uh, In the Old Testament, um, the word uh, is often used blessed, and blessed means satisfying. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's Psalm 1. That's the first psalm. And um, the word blessed there, uh, some, some translations say happy is the one, is the first word, but it's really a deep, joy-laden contentment. Because you said that, and that's exactly what, it, what the word blessed means in the Old Testament. Satisfaction, a resting. And, and you notice that it really leads in verse 2 to meditating on the word of God day and night. And they'll be like, then you'll be like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in due season, and its leaf doesn't wither. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. You know, you are, you are so um, profound. I just, oh, I love listening to you. You've got so much wisdom uh, for people. And, you know, one of the things that I think this podcast is all about, too, is about, about reaching into ministers, reaching into those who are out in the, the mission field, right, that are, that are taking, that are missing the battle. They're, you know, they're fighting it. And they're having bad days, and they're having good days, and they're having bad days, and they're having hard days. And so give maybe a little inspiration to the, that, that person that's in the battle, you know, right now. What would you say to somebody who's, like, in the battle? Right okay, now? you're really in the battle, I would say, first of all, I hope you're making some time, starting with just a few minutes of spending it with the Lord every day, pouring your heart out to Him, but then listening. One of the things I talk about in my, one of my first series, which is really Finding True Joy, uh, and I did that a year and a half uh, or so ago, and you can get them all, they're all archived, and Unwrap Yourself in Joy podcast. Anyway, um, you know, I think I, I think that the thing is is that is that the Lord you knowing that the Lord wants it for you, but you have to listen. You know, I used to be what's called I call myself because you know I was a communication professor, a teacher all these years, worked with all these students, and um, but and when it comes to prayer, we have a word we have a word that we use in academics that I think relates to prayer. In academics, we say some people are talkaholics. That's actually a research term in the school in the field of communication. And what do you suppose a talkaholic does? Talk all the time. Yeah. Well, I was a talkaholic with God, and I think I may not be alone, but I, I would sit down with God. I knew he was listening to me. I did all the talking, and I got up and said, oh, gosh, we just had such a great time together. And, you know, I, the Lord began to teach me, and that's part of one of the books I wrote called Wrap Yourself in Scripture, is that as the Lord teaches me, you know, I begin to then write about it. Um, the thing is, is that we have to listen. We have to listen. I, I love um, Father Thibodeau's uh, Four Stages of Prayer. And the first one is, the first stage you talk at God. You just, uh, maybe you just uh, say a quick memorized prayer. You're not even thinking about it. 
You know, you're talking to God. And it's the first stage of prayer. You're beginning to talk. Yeah. The second stage, you're talking to God. You know he's there. That's kind of the talkaholics. You know? I know he's listening and I'm just talking away. The third stage is, and these are the stages we need to get to really a deeper relationship with the Lord, which is where you're going to find joy and you're going to find the strength in darkness. The third stage is listening to God speak to you in Scripture. And uh, St. Basil the Great gave this wonderful uh, quote about healing and saying that the scriptures are a pharmacy. They are a pharmacy of medicines that feed our soul and heal us. And I'm paraphrasing it. But I love that because I feel that if you're sick, you're in darkness, you're hurting, grab yourself the Word of God. Grab a psalm. Uh, You know what? If you have trouble understanding the scriptures, call on the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me understand. That's one of the things he does is he helps you understand the Word of God. But but also... um, Get a good news translation. You know, when I started reading, I was going to college when I first started really reading the Bible. And somebody gave me the good news translation, you know, a real easy translation. And it all, every word spoke to me. So don't think you have to go to, you know, a, yeah, a, a strong, I mean, the good news is an approved Catholic yes, version. Yes. And they use right. it in the, you know, a lot of RCIA classes. I still love that version because it puts it a bit more of the language in things I can understand. So I would say, so the third stage is letting the Lord speak to you in Scripture. So you've got to stop being a talkaholic. Say, Lord, speak to me. And you know what? You'll be shocked. One or two words will jump off the page. And then just sit with the Lord with that. Just sit with the Lord. Thank Him because He's speaking to you. And that will really begin to launch you into, I'd say, a deeper, more fulfilling relationship with Christ that takes you through the dark times. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> There's so much. Because I want to make sure that people can get to know you and your writing and your podcast and all of that stuff. So can you tell us where people can find you, where people, how people can listen, how people can get the books? Because, you know, you've got so much great wisdom, and I encourage everybody to do that. Everybody that's listening and watching, please support Karen and her ministry. Yeah, and I do, I run a prayer group. I also, I'm, I'm one of the leaders in our Heart of Jesus prayer group out of Omaha. We do some meetings during Zoom, so uh, you can always let me know. Just, it's, everything is at Wrap Yourself in Joy. Did you get the theme? Yeah. Joy. Yes. So it's Wrap Yourself in Joy. Uh, go to wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Go to Wrap Yourself Podcast. Wrapyourselfinjoypodcast.com. And you can even email me at Karen, S what? I wrap yourself in joy.com. <laughs> oh Communication tries to yes. be consistent oh, with the message. Tell them, tell them, tell them what you told them. Yeah, right? so yourself in joy.com. <laughs> yes, I do love to speak uh, about joy, and I, I do think that the Lord has called me to speak on joy. Yeah. He's called me in this time when people are more discouraged to speak on joy. Mm-hmm. So I just say, joy comes from the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And Jesus wants to give you a fulfilled, deep and lasting joy that will change your life forever. And he will change your life. You don't, you're not going to stay in darkness forever. But he wants you to come to him and he'll begin to bring you out. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, folks, I, I, I'm sure you've witnessed Karen's joy. Today. <laughs> it's just so, it's so beautiful to see. So thank you for sharing your joy with our audience here 
right now. And it's just been a true blessing to have you. Thank you for all of your service to the church and for your service uh, you know, to Pentecost today. We really appreciate everything that you've done. I love it. It's very joy-filled. <laughs> it, is. it is. We're people of joy here. Yeah, no, and I have to say one thing. Yes. I wrote this book. I broke my shoulder by wearing flip-flops in the house that caught on a chair, threw me down on my shoulder right during COVID. So I wrote the book, The Broken Shoulder, A Broken Arm, and with one hand <laughs> typing away uh, for about nine months. But um, while the Lord gave me joy. joy. <laughs> it, it, if you think it's easy, it wasn't easy. But yeah. you know what? The Lord is faithful to His Word, to His, to giving you joy, and to loving you. And you just maybe have to put yourself in a place where you can receive it more. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. <laughs> Definitely have to have you back on. I will. Thank you. I loved it too. Absolutely. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Pentecost Today podcast. We hope that you like, follow, friend us on all the social media platforms. And don't forget, share this podcast with a friend.